Paterka in the far corner. Open the scoring in this game. Here's Benson in front, scores! Zach Benson, that's all he does is go to the net, and he gets rewarded here. The Sabres pick up their fifth of this game. It's 5-0 Buffalo. Mr. Dan Dunleavy on the call. One of the moments of the game brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. Take your calls on uh, the Sabres win last night. If you got a thought on that, we were talking about Lukanen, his emergence, and how that is a silver lining for the Sabres this year on a year that's been a rough one. Ayuk is about to play in a fifth-year option for $14 million. Okay. By the way, how about that? $14 million for his fifth season on a fifth-year option. Last year he made four. Mm. Year four, $4 million of a receiver that good. That's why they draft him, baby. 8030550. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. If you want to join us, happy Valentine's Day as well. Without looking it up, I'm 99.9% sure it's both Jim Kelly's and Drew Bledsoe's birthday. I think they're both yeah. I think they're both Valentine's Day birthdays. And my college roommate, Paulie. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good uh, I birthday t- to share. I hope he's a Bills fan then. I gotta text him. He is not. He's think, not a Bills no. fan. So he would not be as impressed with sharing a birthday with Jim Kelly and Drew Bledsoe? That's right. He is a Giants fan. He's from New York. Okay. You were correct on both counts. All right. I've got to text Paulie and see if I'm three for three. We'll get uh, Tim on a cell in. Tim, good morning. How's it going, guys? Good, Tim. Thanks. Go ahead, bud. Uh-oh. No, the phone's not working for us. Try that again. Yep. He wanted to talk about Lukanen. Yeah. Well, Who's been great? We're open to that. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun, a fun season to watch him. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make the games as exciting. Is that, is that any reason why they're not scoring as many goals this year? Isn't that they, they don't need to as often? They're the back and forth game that they might have got accustomed to last year. Just doesn't have to happen. Doesn't happen. I mean, there's there's well, a lot more one nothing, two nothing, two one scores. It really might. I I wonder if it's just a function of they don't score first anymore. They used to last score. night. They did, and it was like a like what? Yep. Like they scored five minutes into the game yesterday, and it felt like you know they have a terrible record of trying to overcome getting scored on first. Horrible. Yeah. I dug up and, the and other in the, day in the first period too. Like they, yeah, that's one of the yeah. biggest problems is if they want to play a wide open style, the other team scores first. Backs down a bit, and, you know, they're kind of screwed. I looked up the other day. They've basically played trailing at home this season twice as often as they've played with the lead at home this season. Yeah. Like, most of the time they're on the ice this season, at least in the home games, they are they are behind. And it's because they always give up goals in the first couple of minutes. And that was something Adams talked about yesterday, like, right out of the bat, when he was on with Chopin Bulldog. Just, we, our, our biggest problem this year or one of them is just we come out of the gates and like we just we we we're not ready, which kind of sounds like you know maybe that sounds like coaching a little bit I don't, or maybe that's the group, but it's been a weird year for that where they always are getting they're getting down early and then having to play catch up. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty on the Sabers. Kevin Adams yesterday kind of shot down the idea that they are shopping middle stat they're not shopping him maybe they're taking calls which 
he right. He even he confirmed kinda after that like teams call. Isn't he just going against the notion that he's calling everybody, seeing what they can get for Casey Middlestat? Pretty much. Like I didn't. I I still believe that they would move him, and that there are. He- I mean, he kind of said it that there are conversations that are being had about him. Yeah, but he did say they expect to sign him. Now that could just be posturing. The thing about shooting that down is, you know, uh, fine. A GM is gonna publicly say, "Oh, expect to bring this guy back." We're, we're not. We're not shopping him. The rumors as they've gone with Middlestat make sense, and a, a good chunk of the Sabres fans and observers would say, well, obviously trading a guy like that makes sense because you already have too many guys signed at forward and too many prospects at forward. If they were to sign Middlestat, even, Joe, as you sit here and protect your assets and make it seem like you love Middlestat, okay, the day you sign him, every team in the NHL knows that all those forward prospects you have, now you have less room for them. Because you already don't yeah. have a lot of room for them. Let's take all the guys that are locked in and sign up. Sign up between, I mean, Skinner's here for a long time still. I mean, that's a long contract. But yeah. Thompson, Cousins, I mean, Quinn and Paterka are going to stay. Yep. That's four. Middlestad, I'm at five. Tucks under contract. Tucks under, I'm at that's, six. That's your, that's your top six. And I've still got <laughs> none of those forwards. Yeah. Savoy, Benson, Cooley. I know now if you're going to make a trade, you are in a position where you are more likely to move one. So we'll see. I, I feel like... Shutting down that conversation, you know, it's a position of strength you're trying to represent, but... It's, to me, because it's a hard trade to make, and if you don't make it, then you might have to... You might have to... You might have to pay him. Well, I guess you don't have to, because, as we found out for sure from Adams yesterday, he's he's not in the situation that Reinhardt was in. It's not one more year, and then he can take you to free unrestricted free agency. He, because of what games played at some point in his career, or some, there's some weird reason why Middlestead has two more years as a restricted free agent, not one. Which, by the way, the stupidest thing about this sport. It, it'll be good for the Sabres, I guess, because they'll get to control the asset longer. But Middlestead's going to be 27 years old, 10 years into his career, before he's finally able to test the market. <laughs> Like that that's how long it takes in the NHL, how long these teams have. But either way, they only can make a hockey trade with him. Like he said it yesterday. We're not looking for any futures. And how easy is it going to be for them to find a middle stat trade out there? And you gotta find a team like again, you gotta find a hockey trade. You gotta find a team that wants offense enough that they're willing to give you something that's helping them. You might have to, you know, limit your teams you're dealing with in the first place because if you go call Carolina just to, or Edmonton, somebody that's in a playoff spot right now, and they go, well, yeah, we, we'd be super interested in Casey Middlestat, but wait, you want our defenseman that plays 21 minutes a night? Yeah. Like, why in the world would we do that right now? I think that's what's going to make trading him really tough because trading him for a first and a prospect is just not happening and makes zero sense in the first place. 803-0550. Sabres win to the offseason. We go for, of course, the Bills. And uh, we've got a Twitter poll about that I want to really dig into. Lots to do with it as well. Did you see the John Feliciano controversy? No. This is pretty good. This is as juicy as it gets. John Feliciano. So, who started in the Super Bowl, for those who yeah. maybe maybe realized that as the game was undergoing, that, hey, look, that's John Feliciano. And got hurt. 
in the game. Yep. And yep. Bec- and you know this gets down to the margins. How did the Chiefs beat the Niners? One of the ways they beat the Niners was John Feliciano got hurt. Mm-hmm. And why was it so important? On a key third and four in overtime, the right guard that went in for Feliciano, Spencer Burford, he whiffed. Mm-hmm. The, and this is this the play where Chris Jones unblocked? Yes. Okay. Through the B gap, unblocked. So there's a video going around blaming the right tackle, Colton McKivitz. And Feliciano posted, I know you know all, so you should know that's not Colton's guy. A quick chop is not needed at the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him. So there's Feliciano defending Colton McKivitz, basically saying, like, yeah, the right guard missed it. Now, huh. to, right. Burford. So he just kind of called out his, he fl- I mean, he's defending one teammate, but he's throwing another one right. under the bus. In an attempt to defend the right tackle, like, that was not his guy. Burford yeah. re- replied to Feliciano. This all happened on, in, on in social media. Sheesh. I opened, up, I opened up my app to this. Get well, bro. Feliciano then apologized. This is, you know, drama, but whatever. I'm sorry, bro. I woke up hungover and being a B-word and trying to have one's back. I hurt you. It's bleeped up, and I apologize. You got nothing but greatness ahead of you. I'm sorry. But this is a spot where, <laughs> as a fan, or at, like, let's be real about it for a second. Feliciano uh, told the truth. Yeah. That is Spencer Burford's guy. How could you call out a teammate like that? Well, it is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. What do we want? We want him to pretend it's something else, or do we want him to tell the truth? I mean, we want him to tell the truth. His lineman might fight him when he comes into the locker room. The, the guy who made the mistake doesn't want people to tell the truth. Let's just call it a miscommunication. Right. Right. It was your fault. His other lineman probably would not want him to tell the truth there either. Right. Colton McKivitz. Even him, I don't know. You're the guy catching all the flack online like, for missing the block because if you watch that highlight, what what happens? McKivitz blocks no one while Chris Jones runs right by him. Yeah. So you say, like, what is this guy looking at? Here's Feliciano to say, it's not his guy. It's mm-hmm. not his fault. If you're McKivitz, do you want the entire 49er world blaming you for a year? Mm-hmm. And knowing knowing that it's not correct? Is it throwing someone under the bus, or is it telling the truth? It's a tough spot. It's telling the truth, and you're right. Like, I don't know. Like, how would Trent Williams feel about it? Who's the left tackle on that line? Like, doesn't he come in? It, there's no game the next day. If that happened and the season was still going, doesn't Trent Williams come in the next day and is like in Feliciano's face about like you're for telling you the truth? Yeah, you don't you don't air our dirty laundry and you you let it go. And if McKivitt says. So what he should do is he should let me be blamed for it for the rest of my life. But again, that's like that's how it works. You got to choose. You've kind of started all that just by the tweet in the first place, haven't you? Though, no. If was, you're Feliciano, no, it was already going out there that McKivitz Feliciano yeah, was yeah. responding to the viral video blaming nice, okay. Colton McKivitz. So here's no, this, right, but Twitter thinks it's Colton McKivitz's fault. This is like, let's say the Ray Ray McLeod fumble happens on that punt return, mm-hmm. and a replay never shows that it hit the foot of, a, of, of the other player. Mm-hmm. Like, in the moment, everyone's really ra- mad. Why would Ray Ray McLeod even try to field that ball? Oh, it's because it touched someone. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Yeah, no. That instantly, your mistake is understandable. That's, that wasn't your fault. And in the, in the course of, for Feliciano here, yeah. I'm not saying what he did was right, but it is a tough spot because it's, should I tell the truth and throw the backup right guard under the bus, or should I let my right tackle take the heat for something that wasn't his fault? And then him and Jalen Carter got into it on Twitter? That I didn't see. Jalen Carter of the Eagles said something. 
because uh, th- this is where I thought you were going with the controversy between Carter and Feliciano. Carter maybe was was he a teammate at some point of of Buford or whatnot, but essentially Feliciano is claiming that Jalen Carter threatened him. I don't know if it has anything to do with the Buford Buford thing, but like this was all happening yesterday, so I thought it did. Um, but either way, like what was it? Carter said. Yesterday, trying to find like stop trash talking my my dead teammate or something like oh, that, that. I have no idea. There was like a bunch of stuff happening with Feliciano yesterday. He's kind of a crazy dude. A little bit, a little bit. He's talked a little bit of junk about the Bills and McDermott since leaving. I think. Yes, he's, he he's has. Want to do that? Yes, he has. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty to join us. Jeremy and Joe, when we get back, what do I want to tease for you when we get back? I've got a bunch of different things here. Um, ah, Bu- oh, the other thing was, Bu- so maybe it was about Buford that Carter was saying because Bu- Burford, 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 Spencer, Spencer Burford, he tweeted back at Feliciano after he said that it wasn't, it was Burford's fault, and Burford said, "Sheesh, I opened up my yeah. app to this." Yeah. So it doesn't seem like he appreciated it very no, much. No, he doesn't. But is, shouldn't it be on Burford to come out and say, if it's your fault. Say it's my fault. You're the one who should come out and say that it's hey, it's my fault. Yep. Rather than get mad at Feliciano for saying it. When we get back, a stat of the day on the Chiefs that'll, it's going to bother you. I don't know who that is. The who? The, 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 they don't exist. The, uh, the Kansas anymore. City football team. A stat Perfect. on them and the Super Bowl that's, it's going to bother you. That and then Paul Hamilton on the Sabres as we uh, cruise through Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day on WGR.